How can I trust you? It is a pickle, no doubt about it. Bad news is there's no way if you can really know whether I'm here to help you or not. So it's really up to you. Just have to make up your own damn mind to either accept what I'm going to tell you or reject it. We're all here to do what we're all here to do. I'm interested in one thing, Neo, the future. And believe me, I know, the only way to get there is to get Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective. The Drew World Order. An hour and a half presentation on why racism doesn't exist in the world. All they're trying to tell you is that racism exists in the world. They could have told it to you in a much shorter version rather than an hour and a half fucking presentation no you're fucking giving credence to the fact that racism exists you you are inadvertent racist by accident basically energy flows where attention goes so whether you think about it or you don't think about it whether you think about i'm going to spend 20 minutes trying to focus on manifesting a 50 dollar bill or i'm going to spend 20 minutes focusing on not being poor you're going to focus 20 minutes on whatever it is that you don't want to see this person or whoever it is, you're probably going to manifest that person if you spend 20 minutes thinking about not doing something because you're still thinking about the the object. You know what I mean? I'm going to spend all day thinking about dodos coming back. Dodo birds? Dodo birds are very interesting. They're fascinating people. Hello! You ever notice that when you listen to somebody, you're always looking for like answers and shit, but yet when you provide those answers, you somehow can't listen to yourself. I find that weird. I wonder if philosophers and shit, if they have the same problem when they speak and talk about the nature of this and what this is all about and who we are and what we're doing here. And I wonder if they go back and listen to their stuff and then say like, ah, I wish I could buy into that. Everybody else has that struggle, it seems like. Unless you're the president, because the presidents just seem to have egos that are just unbelievably out of this world. Sometimes the bravest people will never, they don't really ever claim to be the bravest. They don't really even mention it. There are so many people unfucking grateful in the world who have a lot of shit. And then there are people that don't really have anything that are extremely fucking grateful. And your quest for bravery, in order to do something new, you often have to let go of something old. The trouble with starting something is that it requires a different behavior than you did before. New perceptions for your new reality. We are creatures of habit, but you're also creatures of continuous change. Bravery doesn't always feel like bravery. It can feel like a whirlwind, mind-bending, all-changing upset, filled with unpredictable whims and whammies. I can't believe they use the word whammies. Stomach upset and nervous twitters, body aches, starts and stops, trial and error, and a whole lot of messy. Feels like your mind is being fucked. I have a friend who lost her 28-year-old son. That woman didn't do anything to deserve that. Nothing at all. One of the nicest ladies I've ever met in my life. And yet to this day, she's still here. I think that, that that lady has a lot of things to not be grateful for and a lot of things to be ungrateful for. Very easily in that situation, you become bitter and spiteful and say, fuck that, you know. But no, she clawed her way back into the light one inch at a time. And in fact, her motto is one minute at a time. I live within the minute. When you go through shit and you don't have your Mrs. Doubtfire voice, how racism doesn't exist and whatever else doesn't exist, but we're going to spend an hour and a half talking about something that doesn't exist. You are proving that it does exist and that you believe it exists. If it doesn't ring true to your heart, then it's a piece of shit. Walk away. And yet I don't want to say this. You don't want to say this in a mirror. You know, you don't want to talk to yourself in the mirror because if somebody walks by and sees that, they're going to be like, dude, you all right? 
And then you'd be like, yeah, totally. I'm just uh, rehearsing for my Oscar speech. I think I might win an Academy Award this year. Oh, yeah? what's your What role were you in? They don't give indie films Oscar nominations. I, I think you're lying. Well, you know what? I am lying. So why don't you just mind your business and keep walking, sir? I'm talking to myself in the mirror. Do you mind if I kick my own ass? Okay, I'm going to take over. Mr. Director, go eat the drink of water, all right? If you take the difference between a speaker, like a boombox, and you have it on your shoulder, you're like, boom, 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 boombox, you know? And then you put it in a pickup truck. You really, it's not the same thing as having a subwoofer, you know? And I've tried this many times. Do you know who I am? Okay, that's what I thought. Get the fuck out of here. But then they, uh, they always take my truck and steal it. But they leave me my boombox. It's a lot of fun. Well, the professor's fucking fantastic. I think so. Now he went upstairs to get some cherry Italian ice. Well, I have a lot of quotes. It seems like my life is just nothing but quotes and affirmations and weird pictures of Hermes. I guess it would be like forgiveness is letting go or letting go is forgiveness. If you spend 10 years of your life trying to not be a banker or to not drive a train, odds are on the 11th year, the 11th day of the 11th month, the 11th hour, the 11th minute, but the 12th second, I don't know why that would be, you find yourself driving a train, being a banker. You can't think about it in a positive way, but you can't think about it in a negative way. You got to not think about it at all. And good luck with that. You know what I mean? And I used to have a college professor who used to say all the time, enjoy the process. Some of this process is just fucking suck. No, enjoy the process. I don't know what that means. I don't want to enjoy sitting here for six and a half hours doing calculus with you, sir. I don't like the process. You are right. It's like if you're driving your car to work and you're thinking the entire time, please don't break down, please don't break down, please don't break down, please don't break down. Guess what? You're sending the old message to the universe that, hey, what was that? Were you thinking about your car breaking down? No, I was thinking about it not breaking down. Well, all I heard was you were thinking about it breaking down. Do you know what the fuck you're talking about? Do you have any idea? What the fuck are you talking about? I am talking about freedom in North Korea with a few other people from Argentina having not existed within the simulation. All right. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and ban you right now. You're going to get out right now. You're going to go upstairs. Here's what I want. I'm going to put an apple on your head and I'm going to fly your drone as fast as I can. And it's going to hit the apple. And then when the apple goes up in the air, your job is to catch the apple, slice it in the midair, take all the skin and the seeds and shit out. And I want four apple slices. Well, that's fine. We can try five or six times. I'm not wasting five or six apples. So you can have apple slices cut up by my drone blades. Right there, are very good drone blades. They... Are you saying that you're using my drone blades to cut up and saute chicken and fish and shit and cook me dinner? You're using my drone blades to serve me dinner. You're cutting up food with my drone blades and then serving me that food. That is sadistic, sir. Well, it's, you know, it's, not, it's not like Hannibal Lecter. Put the salmon patty on your head or maybe like a big T-bone steak. We'd have to cook it first because I don't think the drone blades will grill it. I'm not sure, though. I'd never seen a drone blade unless it was in the Sahara Desert or Death Valley or Antarctica, Kazakhstan. What is this? Toffee cashews. You mean coffee cashews? No. Toffee cashews. Say it with me. Toffee cashews. Toffee. Okay, that sounds fun. Lots of fun. Michael Elner. I love this quote. Everything is backwards. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Psychiatrists destroy minds. Scientists destroy truth. Major media destroys information. Religions destroy spirituality. Governments destroy freedom. That's the world we live in. 
When you get criticized by somebody within the comfort zone, I usually take that as a very good thing because, and the other thing I was going to say is when people say awful shit to you, and more often than not, I believe that if they're berating you and yelling at you and saying shit like that, you can perceive it in one of two ways. Number one, you can buy into it and for whatever reason, let that person suck your power out of you. Or you could say that, hey, I think this is their subconscious speaking to themselves, but they're aiming it at me. Uh, I used to work in public service, like 10, 11 years in public service. I was a rec director, an assistant rec director, a program supervisor, outside of school time director. When you work in public service, people usually know that you can't say anything back or talk back or have any sort of attitude. So they like to berate you. They especially like to berate you after they've had a long day or somebody cut them off in traffic, but the professor gave him the bird while he's riding his fucking bike. I didn't do that. It's my ring finger on both fingers. People think it's the middle finger. It's not my middle finger. It's my ring finger. See? Check it out. That looks just like your middle finger. That's not my fault, right? They need to know the difference between fingers. I went to Wichita State University, and I wasn't really a social butterfly. I was always spending time in the library looking for books on weirdos that run the world or seeking like knowledge. I remember one time I was looking for this book. Friday night and they were getting ready to close and they're trying to kick me out. And I was like, I'm not leaving until I find this fucking book, sir. So I was up on the third floor in the library, like tucked away in a corner. And obviously there's like some library security guards. there, like, we're watching you, son. I'm like, I'm just looking for a book, man. Isn't this a library? Are we allowed to look for books in a library? No, it's past a certain time. All right. And I'm like, well, you know, I started looking an hour ago and I still haven't find it. So you should like, let me uh, just continue until I find it. Technically, you're not closed until I find the book I'm looking for. And it was really weird because they went around the corner or whatever and got a drink of water or, I don't know, uh, Monopoly. I don't know. And then I was like, why are you playing Monopoly? That game takes like 16 hours. You're getting on me because I'm looking for a book five minutes past the closing time and you're starting a game of Monopoly. Who's the hypocrite, sir? You know, find your book and sit your ass down because you're going to play Monopolies with us. And I said, I don't believe in fiat money. And that's what Monopoly money is. It's fiat currency. I don't really believe that. It's like one out of every hundred games of Monopoly will ever truly be finished. Okay. Because it either ends with somebody like, you know what? Screw this. And they'll throw their fiat money at you or they'll end up taking money from the drawer. That's like, that's stealing. That should be a good game for kids and adults. Really. We should have people, we should have mandatory Monopoly sessions once a month. You sit your ass down. You're not leaving until this fucking game's over. I don't care if you win, lose, draw. Or if you have to go to jail and you know stay there until the rest of the game's over, you're going to play Monopoly and you're going to learn some patience. Are you making fun of my voice, Mr. Dutter? All right. I'm going to give you to the count of three to get your ugly, yellow-looking Gumby face and Gumby legs over to that T. And I want 50 swings and then 40 push-ups all right, right now. And I want to see an effort, son. All right. I want to see an effort. I want you to try hard. I want you to not – don't make eye contact with me. Don't look at me. Thank you. Okay. Go do that. And then I will need a cherry limeade, easy on the ice, two limes, three cherries. And if there's four cherries in that limeade, Mr. Drew, guess what? You're running back to limeade store and giving me another one. It's called Sonic. Okay. That's it. Go right now. Get out. I want you to start working on your teas. All right. I will read this. Hey, can I be done yet? No, you can't be done. Keep it up. Keep going. You're at about 26, 27. You're doing good. You're doing so good. Keep it up. What? Oh, nothing. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to somebody else. Um, anyways, so. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? 
and who will go for us? And I said, here I am, send me. And then uh, when you actually start walking, you're like, hey, man, what the hell was I thinking? Why did you send me? Well, too late. You already did it. There are more than just the engineering students looking for information on a college campus library when it is 7.07 p.m. And the rest of the kids are at the entertainment district, you know, starting their booze cruise and whatever it is else, mindless, meaningless activities they're doing. Uh, probably meeting Kim Kardashian. Uh, I remember that, you know, I would like to talk about that. Not what I'm saying. Martha Stewart did write a book because I remember reading it. It was when she was in prison. But Tom Selleck, I remember Tom Selleck because his face, he had a very Burt Reynolds face. And I once mistaked him for Burt Reynolds, and they both kicked my ass. It was at the Emmys Awards, the Emmys of 1984. And um, Mr. Dre was just a little baby. I believe he was like a four-day-old baby. And I tried to get him to come, but his parents wouldn't let me take him. And they're like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, I, mean, I will know your son someday. He will be a, one of my most terrible students, but he will try. And he would not know anything about history of accounting. Because history of accounting is not for everybody, ma'am. And then they, you know, they called the police and I went to the Emmys by myself. But I still saw Burt Reynolds and Tom Selleck because I thought Tom Selleck was Burt Reynolds. Uh, this is obviously not Tom Selleck. This must be Diana Ross. And it wasn't Diana Ross either. Now, speaking of Diana Ross, I was married to Diana Ross. I was actually one of the only Jedi Lords left. I remember one time when we were there and Anakin Skywalker was trying to get on and he brought us scooters. When we didn't fucking like scooters, there wasn't even the scooters in the Jedi Council. I don't want a sugar-free drink, all right? I'm a professor. I need the sugar, and I need the drink. One time, he brought us nothing but ice cubes in a cup. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? Oh, my God. Look at that. The people are talking. That's my name, Professor. A lot of people don't like the professor. A lot of my students don't like me. I've never given anybody higher than the grade of B plus, all right? I'm never going to give an A minus. You know why? I'll tell you why. Here's the reason why. I don't fucking know. Why? Well, I don't know. Why did, why did you don't run yourself in it? Go talk to your advisor. Don't talk to me. I'm just a professor. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. I mean, she's a toad girl. I mean, seriously. She's got to take it. I mean, she's not going to be... She's not going to be a human for a long time, okay? So if she misses one day of toad medicine, I don't really think it's going to matter. You know what I mean? I once saw a rhinoceros um, take an ostrich pill. And you know what happened? What? Nothing. And then when the next day, when the rhinoceros did not take the ostrich pill, do you want to know what happened? Let me guess. Nothing. You're right. Nothing happened. So it was probably a placebo all along. Yeah, but I think I've made myself perfectly clear. The weather in this country is something that has always bedazzled me. And I don't mean bedazzled in the form of that Brendan Fraser movie, because that's what horse shit. I was a stunt double for Clark Gable, a stand-in. Um, I was a kiss stand-in. Clark Gable did not like to kiss really anybody except for himself. So we couldn't have two Clark Gables, and I wasn't about to kiss Clark Gable. You know what I mean? So I was like, no, sir, I'm not fucking kissing you. You can step the fuck out, and I'll stand in for your kiss double. Uh, CGI um, Clark Gable's face on my face while I was doing the kissing in Gone with the Wind. I once had to stand there for 18 hours. Do you know what it's like to have to stand there for 18 hours and have to kiss? What? Are you paying attention, young man? Are you, where are your nerds? What is... Uh, you have your laptop out. What are you doing? I was taking notes on history of accounting. We're not even talking about history of accounting right now. So I know you're lying. 
Oh, sorry. I was researching Clark Gable's fear of kissing. He didn't fear kissing. He feared kissing himself. Okay? There's a difference. I fear kissing myself. I don't fear kissing, you know, a horse's patoot. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't literally kiss horses, but dudes, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, is that, no, it's not Jesus, but it is a, what is a? What is a farmer? Nope. Try again. What is a Baba Ganoush? Nope. Getting closer. What is a Tootsie Roll Pop? You know what it is? It's a fucking mechanic, all right? That's how their mechanics work on their vehicles. And I was once in the Amish country chicken. It was like fried chicken. They just dumped it on the table. And I was like, what the fuck is this? this is and then if it happens to be jello pudding that isn't cherry jello pudding, well, that's your ass, mister. Did you have decaf coffee today? No, I don't. Dr. Mercer has decaf coffee. I don't drink decaf coffee. Gatorade? Apple juice? I, I have that problem. Um, I hope you're not a prisoner because you have a prisoner's ID number. But anyways, um, it actually happens to be the same prisoner number that I saw Ted Kappel on Nightline wear one time. Ted Kappel, if you're not aware, was the worst host of Nightline ever. And he used to say to me, you know, Professor, I'm Ted Kappel and I'm Nightline. If you could just stay out of my way, I would be on Nightline and I would be the best ever. And that is when I got fired from Nightline. And don't ever... Don't ever open marinara sauce under that much pressure. The trench, and you got James Cameron with you, and he's like, hey, I'm looking for the Titanic. Well, you know what? He didn't know what he was doing. He opened the marinara sauce in the trench. Stop playing ping pong with Master Yoda. Get over here. Sorry. All right, here we go. Sorry. <clears throat> I beat him, though. Can you believe that? I beat Master Yoda in ping pong. Well, congratulations. You're an asshole. Thank you. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So... What? Uh, I've never had marinara sauce in the Mariana Trench. Well, you should probably think about it, all right? Do you know what happened after James Cameron did it? He made Titanic, and then he went on to make Avatar, all right? So, if you're me... But I'm not you. But if you are... But I'm not. But if you are, I'm just saying, if you are, hello, hello. You're saying that if I go to the Mariana Trench... And I open a pack of marinara sauce. Does it have to be a bottle or a pack? Do they make tubes of marinara sauce? They used to. They put their coconut shrimp on the toothbrush and then roll out the marinara sauce. They brush their teeth with coconut shrimp. I think I've seen you do that a few times. How was your classes today? Why are you here? Aren't you supposed to be at Cal Berkeley or Yale? Well, you know, I always say that Yale kicked me out 10 minutes after I started. When I told them I was there to teach history of accounting, they were like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, what is history of accounting? Can you tell me that? It's simply this. When you have supply versus demand, you have a supply of assholes, dudaramas and weirdos and very mean people. Okay, that's your supply. Now, the demand for those people, it's not that high. Now, you're probably right. There's not that great of a demand for dudaramas, I think is what you said. Yes, dudaramas. What is the other one? Weirdos. Yes, keep going. Deuteramas, weirdos, assholes, and the ponies. Okay, I'm going to let the ponies slide because technically there are a great, great supply of ponies, but there's not really a demand for ponies. Rich one reminds me, I was once in Pony Rock, Kansas, and I was riding my pony, and somebody drove by and said, they started playing that America song, Horse With No Name, and I lost it. Well, I didn't have a grandpa, okay? I was my own grandpa. 
Okay, so you're riding a pony up the street. You're riding a pony up the rural county road of Pawnee Rock, Kansas. I wasn't looking for your grandpa. I was going to your grandpa's, my grandpa's field, his pasture, his property. Okay, get it right. Stick with me. Let's go. It was a pink pony. I spray painted the entire pony from the face down pink. And I was going to say, and this is my little pony. Before it was my little pony. I was going to make a million dollars off that idea. And then Cabbage Patch kids stole it. Oh, that's, you must be very upset about that. So you're riding your pony up the street. You hear a car drive by that has some wily kids and some angry kids. And they are playing the America song, Horse With No Name. Panyarak, Kansas. It is a very frigid and temperate, mild, comfort climate zone. Okay? Um, did they, they stole the pony. Yes, they stole Squiggles. I love Squiggles. She was my favorite. No, I got a fire extinguisher. They gave me a fire extinguisher. But it was empty. I couldn't even use it. So I tried to take that to the Mariana Trench, and I tried to open that. I will stand before everybody right now and tell you that that did not go that well. The lights. Who left the fucking lights on here? This is supposed to be an alien planet. You're never going to believe who walked out. Bill Clinton. It was Bill Clinton. And you want to know what those lights were? They were neon strawberry shakes. Vast right-wing conspiracy. Uh, you know, just because I tell a story about you, Clinton, doesn't mean you have to show up. Hey, listen, hey, I'm always here, all right? Squiggles was such a good pony. Why'd you call her Squiggles? Because she liked to slither. She'd be slithering through the road, and I'd be like, oh, Squiggles. One day, I did not see her slither as Squiggles anymore. So I had to rename her. All right, did you buy a lottery ticket today? No, I don't play the lottery. Do you play the lottery? No, 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 you can't do that. Remember, Sesame Street's current theme and logo is like Generation Everyone. Generation Everyone? Probably good that I did get kicked off the Jedi Council because one time I was in Moorhead, Minnesota. I was recording an album with Prince, and it was a fantastic experience. They never used any of my material, but Prince was a very nice guy. He was very cool. We used to have hot dogs and grilled cheese sandwiches, and then he would serve me that Greek yogurt. Okay, well, why don't you just call them and tell them that you, to bring the child here? You know, Mr. Drew, your problem is that you have a problem. Oh, thank you. That's very redundant. Redundant. R-E-D-U-N-D-A-N-T. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to tell you the definition. Folks, don't ever go to the Mariana Trench and try to open marinara sauce. You don't do it. Listen, hey, you people, you're the only people that are going to get me reelected, okay? I need reelected. I got to get back in there. I haven't had a strawberry shake since I left. Okay, Clinton, you're done. Goodbye.